the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. It is me, the Bowtie Guy, coming to you once again. And I think probably for the last time from Hawaii, well, not last time ever, because I hope to get back here someday again. But <laughs> last time on this trip, we'll be heading back uh, in a week. And I am here with the familiar voice. You might have heard that giggle. Who's on the other end of the, this uh, show? It's Gigi Giselle. That is the one. From California. Yeah, that's my girl, Giselle. Uh, Giselle, get ready. We're going to take a picture here. Are you ready for it? Yeah, there's the picture for the Instagrams. Um, so we are here uh, doing the show. Giselle said she would do it. That is always so nice and, and cool. <laughs> And uh, I just want to tell you a few things about the show. First of all, we like to be on social media. So check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And also uh, you can uh, give us a rating and a review on your favorite podcatcher. Tell uh, the people that you like us, give us that five-star review on Apple iTunes or Spotify or whatever it happens to be. That really helps us out a lot. We love getting great reviews from our listeners. And if you really want to help out the, uh, the show, how can they do that, Jill? What, Giselle? What's your favorite way to have people help the show? Uh, Patreon. Yes. As little as a dollar a month. Uh-huh. And give a good rating and watch yeah. the show. Yeah. And talk about it. Yeah. So uh, if you go to patreon.com slash mess it up podcast or mess it up podcast.com and click on the become a patron button, you can become a patron, support the show financially. And uh, here's a secret little thing. Uh, everybody who has supported my show so far is getting a gift from Hawaii. All my patrons are getting a gift from Hawaii. Ooh. So uh, not too late to, to sign up for that uh, because we'll still be in her in Hawaii when this show comes out. So uh, before I leave, if you are a Patreon member, before I leave Hawaii, you will be getting a special gift in the mail from me, uh, from Hawaii. So uh, I'll be asking my Patreon members to get me their email addresses. So will be looking for that soon, or not their email, their regular mail addresses. But uh, we love our patrons. They make the show happen. We are 100% listener supported. But if you don't feel like paying money for the show, it is always free. So you're free, feel free to consume it that way as well. And like Giselle said, tell everybody about it, share the show, hashtag tune in Tuesday, all that good stuff. We love to have the patrons here. I want to send a special shout out to my friend, uh, Dan, Pastor Dan, you guys have heard him on the show. I'd ask everybody, if you could just give a little prayer right now, as you're listening, hit pause, give a little prayer for Pastor Dan. He's having some health issues that just won't quit. And uh, it's really not great. So if you could uh, just say a prayer for my friend, Pastor Dan and his wife, Faith, who's also been on the show, that would be outstanding. We really appreciate it. So with that taken care of, it is time for our word of the week. Giselle, do you, do you feel like telling them what it is or you want me to drop that bomb on them? I'm going to attempt it. All right. Discombobulate. Oh, yeah. And to discombobulate is to disconcert or to confuse, like to just totally throw someone off. It just discombobulates them. It just like messes with them. And I thought, my goodness, that should have been our word of the week for the very first Mess It Up podcast, because to discombobulate and to mess it up seem like things that have, you know, hand in glove or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, use that in a sentence this week and uh, you too can get some... Uh, 
awesome bonus points. Give them to yourself 10 a time each time you use it in a sentence and uh, try not to discombobulate your family. Yeah. There you go. Ka-ching. 10 bonus points for Paul. <laughs> All right. Um, when I was walking in the streets of Hilo this, uh, this trip, I came across a storefront and in the window was a sign and it said four immutable laws of the spirit. Immutable being something that cannot be changed. You cannot quiet it. You cannot augment it. You can't do it. it this is the law the way it is. And so I stopped to read it and I took a picture and I thought, my goodness, those are interesting. So I wanted to talk about it. So we're going to talk about the first two uh, before the break. We'll take a little break for our, our song of the week later, and then we'll talk about the second two. But the first law, immutable law of the spirit, as is uh, shown here uh, on the, in the store in Hilo, is whoever is present are the right people. And I just love that right from the beginning. That, mm -hmm. that one made me read the rest of them. Because when I first saw it, sometimes I'm a little skeptical. I'm like, all right, let's see what your laws of the spirit are here. I want to, let me check this out and see. And immediately I was like, okay, I'm in. I like this. What would, when I first brought this up to you, Giselle, what did you think when I said four immutable laws of the spirit? Were you ready for something like, okay, give me a break? Or were you excited about it? Or did you think this is going to be a boring show? What, what, was, what was your immediate reaction when I said it was going to be four immutable laws of the spirit? I was actually a little scared because I'm like, oh, geez, like, you know, like I was thinking like Ten Commandments. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I got rid of six of them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, especially like being on a storefront, it it could be hit or miss, yes. right? Like, yes. Like, okay, can this be biblical? Can you connect it biblically? Or is it just something like, you know, like, yolo you only live long yeah live aloha right? that kind of thing right yes so for them to be really like thought-provoking like the ones that you have that you took a picture of it's like wow like um, yeah i, I did whoever's yeah I, I don't know if you noticed in the picture giselle you can see my fancy uh vibram shoes or i just noticed that when i was uh, getting a close-up yes. on it i can see my my cool shoes um, so yeah, I wonder if some people were like, "Is this guy taking a picture of his legs and his shoes?" Like, <laughs> what's this guy's problem? Conceded. <laughs> um, so, what do you think about this first one, Giselle? Whoever is present is the right are the right people. What do you think about that? How does that jibe with your brain? Do you agree with that? Do you disagree? Do you think there's some problems or some holes in there? How does that How has um, that worked out in your life? I mean, I just feel like I could totally connect with it considering there's been times where I have been drawn to like, let's say, like, I guess for one example, I'm thinking is how sometimes I get drawn to go to church, even though it's like, okay, I really don't want to, like, I want to sleep in mm -hmm. and, um, but I go and it's like, wow, like that message really was meant for me and it kind of makes like I connected in the first law where to like the right people will be there like I was that right person in for that day or right. maybe like when you when I taught a lesson it's like okay there's not a lot of people here but then I realized like wow like that was the perfect person that needed to listen 
hear it. And when, right. when I, I think about sharing testimony, like it's not uncommon for me to share a testimony, especially if I'm out of town or sharing in front of a brand new audience that's never heard me, for someone to connect that I've never met. We have no connection whatsoever other than the fact that we were at the same place and to have them come up and say, wow, that really, really affected me. And thank you for sharing. I needed to hear that. And, and I didn't know that that person was gonna be there. And that's, I mean, Patreon members know that when they become a patron, they get a copy of my book, my first book. But the second book is kind of talking about this idea that everybody needs to hear everybody's testimony and somebody needs to hear your testimony, no matter what you are. That's why we're always telling people, it doesn't matter how awesome or unawesome you think your story is. Somebody desperately needs to hear that. And the people listening to this show right now, I never know how many people are going to be listening or when they're going to listen or if they're going to stop and binge. And as I look at the numbers, I can see like sometimes we have uh, you know, relatively few people listening. And then other times the numbers just are like three, four times what they were the week before. Cause I know people will save up and binge and it, it, whoever is there though, is the person that needs to hear it. And that's why we keep doing it. It's just, I mean, if, if I'm waiting for yeah. the perfect time, if I was waiting for the perfect time to go show up at discover RCA, I mean, I didn't go there that night thinking, you know what, I'm going to meet the guy who is going to be my music director. And I'm going to meet the lady who is going to help me teach lessons on Friday night. And I'm going to meet the family who's going to have my grandchild. I didn't think any of that. Yet that's yeah. what happened because we were there. And at the time, you guys were not involved with recovery. Had no idea what it was. Yes. <laughs> we were there at the right time and we were there together. And that was, that made us the right people. Yeah. And I even to think too, like one of the reasons why you first like chose me to be the encourager was the fact that you saw me greet someone and it was like that person even ended up being a part of CR. Mm -hmm. So it's just so crazy how everything intertwines and it's not, it, it's crazy to think there's people that don't know there's a, like, don't believe in a God. Cause it's like, things could be so crazy coincidental that it can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it defies the odds. And I love mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do from a culinary standpoint is like, let's see what we've got and make something out of it. And whatever yeah. ingredients are there, that's the right ingredients. That's what we're going to use. We're going to make something out of this. And I think that that sometimes some of the most amazing things uh, one of the best soups I ever made was an accidental soup. It was like, we've got this, what should we do? I don't know. Let's soup it. Mm -hmm. And we looked around and see what we had. And we made a great soup between me and Faith. And it was just like, this is awesome. Uh, so, so I love that first immutable law. Whoever is present are the right people. I think that's good. Yeah. Do you have anything else to, to kick in on that one? Or should I go to the next one? Or you read the next uh, one. Okay, I'll read the next one. Whenever it begins is the right time. Yeah. Whenever it begins is the right time. You know. So true. Yeah. Let's get this done now. You know, and it can be, I remember I worked uh, in an organization one time and we had the 
paralysis by analysis syndrome so bad. It's like, well, let's let's rethink this and let's rethink this and let's rethink this. And we were waiting to make everything perfect. And then things just mm-hmm. get done. It's like, well, at some point, yeah, perfect is nice. I'm not going to disagree. Perfect is good. And if you put some time yeah. in, that's not a bad thing to plan. But if you never do the project, doesn't matter how perfect it was in the meeting, if it never gets in front of the public, it was useless. It's just wasted time. So yeah, you know, whenever it happens, that's the right time for it. Yeah. And like, I guess um, it's funny because just yesterday I got a text message from a friend, like me and her, like we both got pregnant, like so like right away with our first child. And then it's taking time for us to get pregnant with our second child. And this, can, I, I told her pretty much the same thing where when it's the right time, it'll be the right time. And just to think how quickly and unexpected our first ones came, it's like, God, God has it covered. Like, we just need to be a little more patient with this other baby. <laughs> right. So I think that's, do like, based, like off of your point, it's like, sometimes you just need to jump in there. And then like, on the other hand, also, if it's not happening the way you want it to be, if it's in God's will, and if you're aligned with God's will, like it will happen at the right time. Right. And and, and I think about, I mean, this, this comes up an awful lot with children because I've heard people say, I can't, I can't be pregnant right now. This is not a good time. There's no good time for a child and there's no bad time for a child because when that child gets there, yeah. it's like perfect. It's just amazing. And I think about me going to prison going to jail mm-hmm. thinking, okay, there's no good time for that. But if it didn't happen, I wouldn't have had the growth that I have. I would have no interest in being in recovery in doing a podcast in working with prison fellowship in going into prisons and sharing the gospel. None of this stuff would have, have been there. And yeah. And it's because I just needed that. I was waiting. And, and, and also with my book uh, that you can find on Amazon books, it's called still in beta by Paul Pippen. You can buy a paperback copy of it or, or get it, you know, digitally through uh, Kindle or Apple books, but I wouldn't have started it. If my friend Kayla wouldn't have said, look, it's not your job to make people read the book. It's your job to write it. God will find the people to read it. And that's what got me started because that was the right time. And I had been working on that book for about 14 years from the time I first started making an outline of the book until I actually finished. It was about, no, it was longer than that. It was almost 20 years uh, that it took before I finally (laughs) published it. It was, it was like 18 and a half years. So, you know, waiting around for the right time, I missed all the opportunities for everything else that could have happened in the meantime. So yeah, whenever it begins, that's the right time for it to begin. And, and I guess there's, you know, that that's in, in waiting for something happening and then not, you know, trying to make something, trying to force it as well. You yes. know, um, that can be a difficult thing for me because I am yeah. not super patient. You know, it's not my biggest yeah. virtue is to wait very well. <laughs> um, I mean, also like I ha- always get reminded by a friend where it's like, sometimes it's like, oh, why is this person like in control? Why is this person a- like leading this 
thing and she always reminds me where it's like like yeah you could want this and you could try to make it work but if it's not the right time for this person like they're they're not going to succeed so stop putting this like stressing about why because god has it under control (laughs) yeah yeah i was doing that with with prison ministry i was trying and trying and trying couldn't get in and then it finally happened and then everything just fell into place beautifully and i had great leaders who had been in there and now i i just found Mm -hmm. out today well yesterday i guess that the three main leaders of all my prison ministry stuff have all been released so when i get back into the prisons hopefully in june i'm hearing we might be looking at getting back in june or this summer the main leaders for all my prison groups have all been released so i'll be starting from scratch um in the prisons with that so that'll be an interesting challenge so i'll probably be inviting people to uh, come help me with that challenge Uh, hint hint uh listeners and co-hosts i'm looking yeah listeners yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're all looking at the listeners yeah no one else (laughs) so uh anything else about that second one about when it begins it's the right time uh no just that it's been one of the things I've been going by in life. Recently. Yeah. <laughs> when you begin doing prison ministry, that'll be the right time. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear we'll you see. say it's time to go to the song of the week? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you so, said Toby Mac, right? <laughs> yes. So here's a new one. And it kind of fits in. It says help is on the way is, is the new song by Toby Mac uh, with the uh, subtitle, maybe midnight. Uh, but this is a song, I heard it on the radio. I was like, oh, I got to use this. Love me some Toby Mac. Anyhow, so we're going to give you about 90 seconds of Help is on the Way from Toby Mac. And we'll be back on the other side to tell you our thoughts about it and to give the other uh, two immutable laws of the spirit. But right now, 90 seconds, Toby Mac, Help is on the Way. It may be midnight or midday. It's never There you go. Toby Mac, once again, hitting it out of the park. I just love the bouncy, fun feel of uh, of the beat to this song. Mm-hmm. But um, 
you know, in the middle while we we're listening to it, you know, Giselle was like, this is such a good song. Um, why, <laughs> what, what made you think that Giselle, what do you like about this? I don't know. I'm such a visual person and I just, I picture like the superhero um, movie. I don't know. Like it's, it, I don't know. It just gets you a little like carefree. Yeah. Um, um, I just really enjoyed how it was, uh, um, it was just focusing how like help is coming but what really stuck with me is like sometimes it could it's days sometimes it's years some face a lifetime of falling tears but he's in the darkness he's in the cold just like the morning he's all he always shows and Mm -hmm. I think that's just a, a reminder that I especially need is that um like God has no he's in no rush he knows what what's coming he knows the end game and also that it could be days or years like what one day for god is like seven to seven years or yeah. something like that yeah and so um, back those immutable laws whenever it begins is the right time right yes and um I don't know. It's just such a catchy song. And it's like something I've been trying to focus. Grayson's at that stage in his development that he realizes that some things are scary and he fears he's starting to show fear. Uh-huh. And I know it's a totally normal stage in a toddler's development, but you know, um, I think it's just uh, something that that reminds me that I keep trying to tell him is like Jesus is here in the darkness and the rain when you're afraid and also that there's things like everything's afraid of Jesus so if you're afraid of something don't worry because Jesus is here and that thing's afraid of him yeah and Jesus got this you know and and I love here the in the repeat there it says you know don't you know it rolling up his sleeves again. I can see yes. it rolling up, rolling up, rolling up his sleeves. I love that word again, you know, rolling up his sleeves again. He's done it before. He's going to do it yes. for me. He's not, he, he's not tired of doing it. I, I was telling Giselle when mm-hmm. I was looking for the picture of this, I have like, what did I say? Like 4,000 pictures or 2,000 pictures. I don't know. Some thousands of pictures from here in Hawaii. A lot of them are my grandson. Mm-hmm. I am not tired of taking pictures of my grandson. And I can tell you this, when I see him again in a little bit, when I go out, there's going to be more pictures of my grandson because I'm going to be taking pictures again. And that's the way God feels about me. He's like, yes, I get to be with Paul again. And yeah, Paul goofed up, but I'm going to be there for him. Here we go. He just, yeah, it's not a, a give up thing. He loves doing it for me. Uh, so that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, And also, like, I just thought, too, how Grayson just loves throwing himself into my arms. And he trusts that I'm going to catch him because I haven't (laughs) dropped him yet. Right. And God hasn't dropped us yet either. Exactly. (laughs) And we'll probably drop Grayson before God drops us. Oh, yeah. uh, Because getting old, getting up there. 
Ain't, ain't no joke. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, um, I'm hoping this, I haven't checked it out, but I'm hoping this means there's a new Toby Mac album coming. Um, uh, unless it's off of the older one that uh, I just didn't remember. But anyhow, I heard it on the radio the other day. Love it. So there you go. New Toby Mac, new to me anyway, uh, for you. Yeah. And um, awesome blossom. So we got through two immutable laws and we were in agreement on them that they were uh, pretty good. Yeah. What is law number three? whatever happens is the only thing that could have happened interesting yeah what do you what do you make of that one is that mumbo jumbo is it is it hippie voodoo is it what i mean i think it's it it you know it could be i mean let's face it i guess it is biblical just because uh I don't know if it, I, because I just keep thinking how things are meant to happen, like meant to be. Yeah. But then, I mean. Well, before I was formed in the womb, God knew me. Yeah. You know, and, and the things that were going to happen, it's, it's meant to happen. And for me, from a recovery standpoint, I boil this down to, it is what it is. Yeah. And that's. That what happened, you know, whatever happens, that's the only thing that could happen because it did happen and we can't go back and change it. I can't make it so something else happened. And I've spent so much wasted energy trying to change the past, trying to change my past, trying to change the things that I did or that happened. And it's yeah. useless. And as I go through in recovery, I think about sharing fifth steps with people or, or listening to a person's fifth step and hearing you know the, the one that just really stands out in my mind is a man who was in his mid-60s who had been struggling with an issue since he was eight years old and he all of a sudden realized it wasn't his fault what had happened and if he was free from that and just watching the the shoulders lift and and his eyes look up and and just the spark the weight was lifted from him after 50 something years of carrying it around finally realized yeah that's what happened and there's nothing else that could happen then so why yeah. bother to try to relitigate the past why bother to try to change the past we've got no time machine it, it just doesn't yeah. work so I guess for I don't know like I always get mixed feelings about this because it's kind of like what happened in the soul movie where um like you're engraved before you're born to either be a pessimist or an optimist or whatever right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I get it where like we're think like I get it more in the sense that what's happened has happened and there's no point in dwelling in it but at the same time I don't want to think of it as the sense of Grayson is born like if he's ne a negative child, that there's nothing I could do to make him different as a parent, right? Well, we have tendencies, um, but that doesn't mean that we can't change where we're going. We can't change where we've been, but we could definitely yes. change where we're going. And recovery, my life is a perfect example of that. I mean, I am not locked into that person that I was in high school or college or when I was in jail or any of that. I'm 
I'm a new person. Every, I mean, my I'm still wearing my bracelet. I'm holding it up to the camera to show. Oh, yeah, uh, Giselle, I wear my live ing bracelet every day because I re- reminded that God is renewing me every single day. Romans 12 2, renewing of the spirit yeah. every single day. And it happens then. And that that erases the past that it, it, it's it's, you know, we're not going to I'm not going to be able to reshape that or mm-hmm. like I said, relitigate that past. It is it is what it is. And um, yeah, yeah, which leads us into the fourth one, which is when it's over, it's over, which is not a meaning that the show is going to be done, but uh, it will be at some point. But um, when an issue is done, it's done. We need to move on from it and not hold it over our own heads, hold it over our loved ones' heads. We need to be able to say, all right, this is finished. Now let's move on. Bev and I have been watching the uh, an older show from early in the 2000s. Like it might have even started in 99, but it's the show The West Wing. And it is about the people who work in the White House. And the thing that amazes me is they're all there because they want to serve in the White House under this president. And so the president will say stuff and they might not like it. It might hurt, mm-hmm. it might make them angry. They always leave the office of the president, the Oval Office, with the words, thank you, Mr. President. Mm. And they're there to serve the better good. Even if they're angry with each other, they take it, they put it down, they separate it out, and they, they serve the mission. And I want that to be what I do in my ministry. I want that to be what it's like yeah. in my church, in my family. That's like, all right, we are here to make everything and everyone progress so let's not get caught up digressing into the bickering and the bitter and the petty stuff that can get us off track. Let's focus on making the main thing, the main thing. And when an yeah. issue happens, it happened. Now it's over and we move on. And, yeah. and, and things might be different because it happened. You know, you cut off a finger, the finger didn't come back, but yeah. That doesn't mean life is over. It just means that cutting off the finger, there's no sense in cutting more of them off just so your hand matches. You, you, you move on, you heal, you adapt and overcome. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, There's a parenting book that we've been reading and it kind of talks about that, what you talked about. And I never connected it to showing people conditional or unconditional love where like based off of a child if they throw a tantrum you don't punish them and tell them like okay no like no bedtime no you know fun activities like because that's showing only conditional love based off of if you do something good yeah like then I love you but if you're bad then I don't love you Mm -hmm. and it, it's so true because doesn't isn't that what God does with us where it's okay you messed up this is your punishment but I still love you I'm still gonna bless you right, right. and I think second chances are something that most people would much rather receive than give yes we all feel like well I deserve a second chance but old Charlie over there doesn't you know and if, if you're not yeah. sure about that go on the internet and just put in something about somebody who people might not like, but put in me. Just say, I think, you know, bow tie guy, Paul Pippen is a great guy. 
and just see what comes back. <laughs> uh, step back from your screen because uh, it might flame up for a little while. Um, yeah. Yeah. When things are over, we need to let them be over and and not stew on it and hold resentments because, I mean, what do we say about resentment in recovery, Giselle? As poison you give yourself to hope the other person dies. Yeah, exactly. That's just, it sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but it's so yeah. easy to do. And I've done it. You know, I just, yeah, being bitter about something and, you know, three, four days later, hey, you know, by the way, I've been thinking about this. And like, yeah, well, why didn't you say something before? Well, I didn't want to make a problem. Okay, well, now you've had five miserable days and we're talking about yeah. it. So you should have just talked about it then and just, I, I, I used to work with a person. They always said, look, if I've got spinach in my teeth, tell me. It'll be a little embarrassing <laughs> for me, but not nearly as embarrassing as walking around with spinach in my teeth. Um, so, oh my gosh. you know, it's- Story of my life. <laughs> yeah, I got spinach too. Um, so, you know, we just need to, when things happen, uh, we need to acknowledge them, deal with them. And then when they're yeah. done, we need to let them be done. So for when it's over. Yep. Which uh, brings us to the last point. The show- is uh is hitting that time where i think we've uh we bumped up against the end of it and when it's over it's over yeah. it would have been funny if i would have just killed it right there yeah <laughs> play the song uh but uh i think that's about all we've got uh, for this do you have any other parting shots about these four immutable laws of the spirit no i think they're really awesome and i think it's just a I'm surprised you saw this on a storefront was it a christian storefront it was not Religious? it was just a clothing store Oh, yeah. What a interesting place to find this. <laughs> yeah, I, I should go down there and ask them about it. I should talk to them about it. That would be a yeah. thing. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that if we get a chance. Um, I will put this on our Instagram and our Facebook and Twitter pages. We'll put it up just so people can um, uh, look at it and, and, and uh, reference it uh, throughout the, the show or whatever. So I'll be putting this up there. Um, I already put it up by the time you heard this. Um, so go back and look at it uh, in the past, but um, I'll get that up for you. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review on Apple iTunes or Apple podcasts or, or wherever it is that you're listening. Uh, check out the book and uh, think about becoming a patron. Uh, it is as little as a dollar a month and it really does help uh, us to do all the things that we do. So we appreciate our patrons. If you get it done before I leave Hawaii, and that will be on April 6th this is when I leave. If I get you uh, on Patreon before then, you will be getting a special Hawaii thank you gift for all the uh, Hawaii patrons. If you've already been signed up, you people, we love you and your gifts will be on the way. I'll be sending you a, a request for your uh, physical address so I can mail it to you. But uh, thanks so much, Giselle. Thank you for doing uh, another Hawaii show with me. At some point, we got to do a show here together. Yes. We'll, we'll, make a, we'll put a plan <laughs> in that uh, thing right there. Working vacation. We can do a write-off on it. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Government pay. Yeah. <laughs> Moha and mahalo. Well, um, it has been our pleasure to do this. And I think there's nothing left for me to do except for to say, we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.